There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Last week on the show, we broke down the adventures of our Wonder Woman, Griselda herself, and the world of dating apps in Dublin, Ireland. And wow, did we have some stories for you. Jenna was taken aback by some of the situations that we found ourselves in. But hey, guess what? It's part two of the adventures of Griselda. And we break down some of the things that men could be doing better. And some of the lessons that we've learned in general. You've made it back to Hello Steve-O podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And we've got so much to get through and so little time. Let's do this. And you are so welcome back to Hello Steve-O podcast for this Tuesday, the 28th of July, 2020. And as I record this introduction to the podcast, the sun is shining out there and that's kind of been an odd rarity. Um, it's, It's been an odd week for me, ladies and gentlemen, as you will find out on the show when I'm talking to Jenna. Jenna and I, unfortunately, could not sit together again in the same room to record a podcast. Oh, the devastation of it all. The devastation, but you'll find out as to why that is now, later on the show, when we get to the part where Jenna's talking. A funny week it's been. You know, David McWilliams wrote an interesting article in the Irish Times at the weekend where he talked about how things were not returning to the normal of what it was before lockdown happened. But the changes that are going to happen after COVID-19 or because of COVID-19, there's some interesting stuff is going to happen. Yeah, the economy is going to tank and blah, 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 blah. But sure, are we worried about it? Yeah, but that's not the point. The point is that he reckons, and a few economists reckons, and the mayor of Paris reckons that this new thing is going to develop called the 15-minute city. Yeah, that's right. Everybody who's living in cities, whether you're listening now, you're living in London, or you're living in Leeds, or you're living in Melbourne, or you're living in Boston, or New York, um, Brooklyn, yeah, that's New York, what other cities have it? Dublin? Any of these cities, no matter what, there's, they, they reckon what's going to change is that city centres are going to evolve into something different. And I think, and economists think, for the better. Here's why. Because it's going to be very hard for any employers to justify their workers having to come into an office in the near future. So many of you who are even listening right now, who used to work in an office, are now working at home and realising, why the fuck was I going into the office in the first place? Why have I been spending 
hours upon hours of my life commuting, driving into work or sitting on a train or a Lewis or a fucking bus. The 39. I hate the 39. Hours upon hours. Now, podcasters might be thinking this is not a good thing for us. Sure, that's what the commuters listen to on their way into their job. They listen to podcasts. It's fine. It's okay. We'll still exist after this. But the point is that people aren't going to be dragged into city centres anymore to sit in offices anymore. Therefore, huge office blocks all over cities all over the world are going to become null and void, essentially. They're going to become empty, useless buildings And then they're going to have to do something with those buildings, which is probably going to be change them into accommodation. So then more people come to live in the city centre. The prices of rent and all that is going to plummet right down because so many places are going to become available to live in. And where does this concept of the 15-minute city come from? There will be a creation of cities where you can get everything that you need within a 15 minute radius of where you live 15 minutes of walking or cycling because roads are going to be used less for cars because there's going to be less traffic jams because it's going to be far less of loads of people trying to get to the one place at the same time i think it's exciting i think it's a good way to go because it all of a sudden becomes a thing where it doesn't matter where you live because you can work at home Now, I know there's loads of you out there going, I don't want to fucking work from home. I want to get out of the house. But in the 15-minute city idea, you're going to still be surrounded by loads of cafes, probably more cafes because there's going to be more residents in that area. You're going to have more community. You're going to have more entertainment in your area. Like, I think about the years, the many years that I hated living out in the suburbs of Dublin in particular, and they're weird places because if you live there or you know them, you know that those places only exist for housing. That is it. There is no center of community. You're like you can get around on a bus, but it's pretty bloody awful. So you kind of need a car to live out there. And all that's in these places is a big shopping center surrounded by like hundreds of thousands of housing estates that are just all housing estates that just all look the same. It's a maze. Whereas if we can get back to the real social science of a, of a city whereby, you know, a community has its shop, the local shop, the local cafe, the local cinema, the local comedy club, all that kind of stuff, you start to really live in your area again. That's the problem with city centres. The majority of people that spend the majority of time in them, they don't live there. You commute to the city centre to, to work and then you go back to where you live and then, you know it's not a living thing it's just you know those estates in the suburbs are empty during the daytime it's just weird isn't it when you think about it what have we been doing i mean i haven't been doing it to be honest yet because i'm not working (laughs) but i'm kind of excited by that concept i'm excited by the future of like obviously covid has been fucking horrific on so many levels for so many people and god bless you i hope you're all safe and sound and um you're all healthy and that is the most important thing however sometimes changes are accelerated because of things that are happening so they reckon the economists reckon that the the idea of working in these big horrible offices and live and having to do these big commutes the end of that is going to be accelerated because of COVID-19. 
interesting times ahead. There's a few other aspects that they reckon will be accelerated because of COVID-19. But hey, you guys aren't here listening to me because you want an economic breakdown, an economic forecast on the way the world is going to work. You came here for a laugh. Give us a fucking laugh, Stephen. Jesus Christ. I was just trying to be positive. On a positive note, I want to say a huge, huge, massive thank you to the new patrons of the show. Aoife Sheehy, thank you so much for coming on board. And thank you to all the patrons who have sent me the messages and really enjoyed the Friday podcast. Um, I, I never made a real clear, creative decision on what exactly it was that I was going to do with, with the Patreon. I just always said that there was going to be extra stuff. But it seems to be the way you guys are podcast listeners, so I just got to give you more podcasts because I was doing other things. I was making other, um, I was making videos and stuff like that. But essentially, if you're a podcast listener on Patreon, you want more podcasts. So I think I'm going to stick to just the Friday podcasts, bring you a new podcast. And as you all know, you all got to meet the wonderful Griselda last week. Her, her real name is only for the patrons to know, and her real story is only for the patrons to know. But we got to break down everything that we went through last week with Griselda, and you will find out some of these details in this episode with Jenna, because I break some of this news to Jenna as well in this episode, so all the more exciting. But thank you so much to Eva Sheehy for getting on board, for Martina as well, and for Emer. I've just spoken to Emer. I text her and email her today. For those of you guys who have just joined up to Patreon, please do check your junk mail because I write to you personally. um, I wouldn't say regularly, but certainly when you join. And I do write to you personally to to say thank you and to to let you know about some of the things that are coming up. But thank you very much um, for coming on board and for supporting me as an independent artist. Um, uh, For those of you who don't know about my Patreon, you can buy me a coffee, basically. Uh, A coffee once a month is the option there. It's uh, like five euro a month. And it really, I'm very grateful for you guys that um, that have signed up. It keeps me going. It allows me to be able to make these podcasts and to keep doing them. Um, as a stand-up comedian, I'm obviously doing zero work right now. So um, I am very grateful to those of you who do come on board. And if you can't come on board, um, that is absolutely fine as well. I'll still be making these podcasts here for you as well. Um, and stick with Hello Steve Podcast. I know there's loads of you out there who do not like football, but you love Hello Steve Podcast, and that is fine. I am doing a football podcast. Please ignore it. It's just been on the Hello Steve feed for the next while as we continue to test it out and to, to try it out. Um but um and it will eventually become its own podcast, I think. But we just need to continue to test out some other bits and pieces. So when you see in your feed football pony coming up, ignore it. But I will still be doing this episode for all of you guys out there every week. If you're new to the show, um you are very, very welcome. There's over uh, well over 70 episodes of Hello Steve Podcast going on. There's all sorts of stuff from chats to uh, interviews with like people like John Connors and um, Elva Trill, uh, Dr. Paul Quinn, all sorts of conversations going there. So have a browse through, have a look through. Um, and Jenna, all, all the weird titled episodes are ones that Jenna is on and there is another weird titled episode. Well, it's actually not going to be a weird title on this week's episode, but 
Um, all the weird title episodes are the ones that Jenna is on. Jenna is a like a co-host of the show. Um, who, as you can hear, if you're as you, loads of you know her already, but as you will hear in this episode, Jenna still barely knows what a bloody podcast in is. But she's a very, very funny woman, and I'm delighted always to have her on the show. And you guys are big fans of her, so thank you for all the lovely messages that you do send. Um, and that's it, really. That's all my thoughts for today. Um. You'll hear the drama that's going on in my family home as we speak. You'll hear all about that now in the episode. And uh, we wrap up the adventures of Griselda for this week. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Do share about the podcast on your social medias. Um, If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please give it a five-star rating. If you listen on Spotify, share it on your Instagram stories. Um, I really do appreciate it. It means a lot to me, guys. Like, if you can't afford the the buy me a coffee a month on patreon that is absolutely cool that's fine um but i do like you can really support me by um sharing with your friends really appreciate it oh yeah and of course i'll be back this week with more waffle house with des bishop and joanne mcnally as well that's really growing and uh, delighted to continue doing that as well so that's it time to get on with the show the adventures of griselda part two it's me and jenna logan And you are very welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Hello Steve-O Podcast with my partner in crime. It's Jenna Logan. It's Jenna Logan. Oh, wait. <laughs> it's Jenna Logan. Yeah, that's what it's, you said. Whatever you, whatever you want to it's n- say, Jenna, we have to explain from the top the situation that we're in. We're talking online here. And um, yeah, it wasn't the plan. It was great fun last week, wasn't it? It was uh, the past, well, we did two of them at your place. I think we did two in real life again. Yeah, and I felt like, wow, we're back with a bang. Back in the groove. And then you've, what's happened, Stephen, in your life? Yeah, so it's not even my (laughs) fault, let's be honest about it, but... um, uh, we don't we kid. don't know and it's also it's i'm not putting on my kid no, I'm not gonna, <laughs> <laughs> you really screwed me, me on this you're deal gonna, <laughs> you're gonna blame the two-year-old um no i'm not i am not I, I swear what has happened is when you were here in our house actually recording the last podcast yeah so this is just to let you know that you're safe jenna so you've nothing to worry about while you were here recording the griselda adventures Part one, my two girls, my daughter and my partner, or lover, as Jenna likes to say, <laughs> were out, blarp. <laughs> blarp. <laughs> we they went. They decided to go away to the beach with some friends, um, which they thought was a great idea in Ireland. And it was sunny for an hour, so they thought, ah, let's go to the beach. They got to the beach. Funnily enough, the sun went, the wind came, the storms came, and they've got very Latin blood, got very cold. They thought they were having a good time, but the next day, my daughter got the sniffles. Uh-oh. Um, so she wasn't feeling great. And then subsequently, a couple of days after that, my girlfriend got the sniffles and has a little tiny bit of a cough, which all in all, we can't be too safe. I'm no. fine. Zero symptoms. No temperatures on anybody. They've literally okay. got sniffles. But um, as of this morning now, uh, she called the GP and they said, nobody's going anywhere. Nowhere. Nowhere. You, you are going, in lockdown. We are in lockdown at the moment. There's a guy on the way over to do a test. Wow. And I actually don't even have to get tested. It's just the two girls, unfortunately, which my daughter is going to fucking tear the roof off the house because <laughs> apparently it's quite uncomfortable. Oh. Um, 
Yeah, no, I'm not looking forward to that. But they're on the way over. So literally, we've even started this recording a bit late because we were on the phone to the doctor to get the information. Um, and he is on the way over. So in the middle of this recording, ladies and gentlemen, there might be a commercial break. Okay. Or but that'll be, that'll, I that'll can just regale the- everybody with stories while you go get, are you, you know. Are you, yeah, you keep going. I turn the mic off here so they don't hear screaming. <laughs> that's it, that's um, it. But I'm pretty, like, if I was a betting man, Jenna, I would say everybody's fine, but um, you, you got to do it, don't you? Yeah, better safe than sorry. Yeah, so. And, um, uh, yeah, I, I certainly can't come over for no. a glass of water and whatever. <laughs> Cheetos. Now you're making it sound like I'm a cheap ass, Jenna, which is like, a, oh, my God, those glasses of what water did, in Stephen's house, they're amazing. What did you offer me when I was there? A glass uh, of water. So I'm only <laughs> telling the truth. I'm only. You know what? I, hydration's I, important. Hydration, hydration is, is key. Listen, week two, I, I went I went on from remembering, like, she's, she's pulling faces at me now because, you know, she's wound me up. <laughs> Stop swishing your ponytail at me. Yeah, I was only following from week one that you just wanted a glass of water. So I, I know I you, I wouldn't you want to put me, you to any trouble. You brought me. <laughs> you brought Even though I, like, fucking baked you cakes when you used to come over here. But it's fine. That's true. That's true. <laughs> totally oh, my fine. God. Talk about guilt tripping. Fucking hell. All coming out now. <laughs> okay. So now I'm under pressure. I did. You know what's even more annoying is I bought chocolate biscuits before this recording. And you're not here. No. Where are my biscuits? No. I've literally, I've got, cr- I've got as we speak, I've got crumbs on my desk. <laughs> oh, that's even desk. more annoying. But anyway. Oh, you have a cup of tea. I have a I cup of tea. I should have gotten tea. Yeah, I know. I know. But yeah. before we get back into the adventures of the, the recap of Griselda's adventures last week, man, did it kick off, Jenna. I mean, you don't know because you're not on social media, but. Wow, lots of messages. Lots of it. messages. They loved it. They love Griselda, man. They love Griselda, the adventure. I got so many messages about Griselda. Like, nobody's even laughing at the point that that's her name. They're just going, fucking hell, Griselda's amazing. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, so there's a few things. And then as the Patreon listeners know, we actually met Griselda last week. So I did a podcast with Griselda in her, oh. in her, yeah. Uh, in her real name, which I obviously will not be uh, putting out in the wild, wide world here, but um, she uh, she loved the podcast as well. Had a great laugh. Do you know who else had a great laugh? Was the brother-in-law. Excellent. Yes. Is it her sister's husband? Her sister's husband. Okay. And um, they really they really enjoyed the podcast. But interesting, what we apparently what we picked up on. That she was like, oh shit, yeah, I never, I never thought of that. Like, so insecurities that the guys might have been going through, or as to why they said stupid shit, okay, um, that we picked on stuff like that. So she found those things really interesting. But I feel like it is my duty now to update the listeners that are not on Patreon that we did find out that there was a happy ending of sorts for Griselda after this document was written. So I'll probably let's. I think what we'll do is we'll get stuck into the um. The document again now. We've got another couple of stories. Yeah. Then we'll update the listeners on how the love life went after the document. And we'll this go from so there. This is so exciting for me because <laughs> I don't have any insider knowledge about this. Like, I'm not on Patreon. Like, what the hell is going to happen? Oh well, my this, God. I, I, I was going to email it to you, but I was like, Jen, there's no way Jen is sitting down listening to that now. But no. you never know. Maybe. <laughs> no. Although, can I just say really quickly? You I can. listened to a podcast. 
it wasn't ours. <laughs> right. But like, I listened to I mean, a that's a start, of, Jenna, to be fair. <laughs> it was. I know this guy uh, slightly through the cafe, and he's, I said, what have you been up to recently? And he said, oh, I've been doing a podcast. And I just thought, you loser. So have I. <laughs> everybody's fucking doing a podcast. <laughs> Everyone's doing a podcast. Yeah, it's the new blog. But um, <laughs> anyway, so I listened to his podcast that he does with a guy, and they talk about contemporary Irish politics. Oh, very good. Yeah. And it is actually it a comedy works really good. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is it a comedy podcast? But um, Well, yeah. they are funny. They are two yes, funny guys. right. Not Very as good. funny as you, of course, Stephen. Well, what's um, it called? What's their podcast called? It's called Celtic Liger. Celtic Liger. Oh, very good. Tiger. Lying and Tiger. Very good. Yeah, yes. Celtic Liger. And they're very amusing. However, I will say this one thing. And if he ever hears this, I think I'll be a little embarrassed. It's funny listening to podcasts of people. It's just people's opinions, isn't it? I mean, yes. A lot of times, I'm I'm getting the idea that you're not listening to es- experts. These no. are just people who are like, I'm interested in politics, and these are my views, which is totally valid. Yes. But sometimes I feel like I'm listening to it, going, "What are these guys' credentials?" Like, yes. You know, I'm sure now, people are, are listening to us, going. Who the fuck are you guys to be giving dating advice? Well, this is a very interesting point, Jenna, because I was going to... Maybe this ties into one of the next episodes that we possibly will do, but a couple of the listeners have asked me to talk about the book I've been reading, which is called 10, Re- Ten Arguments to Delete Your Social Media Accounts yeah. Right Now. That's what it's called. And the arguments in that are um, f- absolutely fantastic. But part of the reason that... Um, debate or discourse or having uh, educated points of view conversation is kind of being lost in today's society is because of the way that the internet works and it's not about he that uh, has an opinion that is educated it is about he that or she that shouts the loudest or is the most outrageous yeah so um it's, we're it's, both loud and outrageous aren't we <laughs> but if there's any middle ground like listeners aren't necessarily uh going to be interested in that yet i think podcasting is a little bit different and they are tying into personalities yeah, do you know what i mean truly, we're like truly, their friends yeah. hmm? we're like their friends we are like their friends i yeah. hope i hope um yeah, I have nothing to say about that. We are like your friends. <laughs> God, you guys, go out and get some real friends. Get these fucking earbuds out of your face and go get some friends. No, I'm kidding. We love you all. We love you all. Yeah, but that's it. But the, but that is that is a very uh, good point that you're making. That you're probably coming at it from an, a really interesting point of view because you're not involved on social media and therefore yeah. you are going listening to podcasts because by the way the listeners who are new to the show need to know that jenna has been on this podcast for over a year now i think and I think it's been just about a year yeah yeah just about a year and i think for probably most of that year jenna still didn't know what a podcast was i mean i kind of knew it's like radio Yes, <laughs> it's, just, I keep it's like the old that. timey radio, radio shows. Yeah, yeah, you listen to it. That 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 was it. Yeah, um, use my but, ear holes. But yeah, that is that is 
part, yeah, what is their education? What is their, yeah, that's that's a very good point. Yeah, and, I, and I, I would just say, like, these are two very educated guys in the sense yes. that they're articulate and they do have views that are worth listening to. But you do kind of wonder if you're just walking into a podcast, it's not like a sitcom or there's some kind of weekly, oh, here's the setup for the whole show. You're not yeah. getting an introduction to people necessarily. It's just, boom, we start talking. And if you're new to it, you're just there going, so who are these jerks? Yes, yeah. That's fascinating. That's fascinating because you are n- new to listening to podcast world and you are quite a literate individual, like educated, literate kind of, you know, you, well, you, you, you know, you have tastes within art, educated taste, etc., etc. You Well, have that's not- what I tell people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm educated, goddammit. Listen, what we're experts in is this amazing document that has been sent yes. to us from Griseldinia. <laughs> Griseldinia. I love that. I get that at the Italian place down in the corner. The Griseldinia is beautiful. Oh, no. Where'd you go? Oh, there it is. <laughs> so now I'm confusing Jenna because I've just put up a screen share, the document, so that um, we can both see what is going on. So just to update listeners or to remind listeners from last week, this is a document written by one of the listeners of the show who was told by her brother-in-law that there is uh, basically... The, the experiment being that if you go on 10 dates, you are surely, out of those 10 dates, statistically, you're going to find the one. So, yeah. our, our very own uh, Griselda went on 10 adventures. She went, uh, these are all adventures that she pursued via dating apps, Match.com, Tinder, Plenty of Fish, and an agency, and Bumble. And she went and she wrote and documented the dates so date number one, which we covered last week, was the English Corkman. Yeah. As we all kind of remember, he was trying to be funny by making a a comment at the end of their texting. Before they even met up, he suggested that they should meet somewhere on the side of a motorway where I can throw you over the bonnet of my car and give you a good scene to. So um, that was uh, his attempt at... Not a winner. His attempt at humour. Date number two was the hurler, who was a lovely guy. Tall, dark, handsome and played hurling. But he said at the end that he wasn't ready to be who he thought that... Zelda needed him to be yeah break uh, that one down pick that, break that one down that's a fucking that's a mind fuck thank you very much mr hurl i mean if he was yeah. just honest about the fact that he's living in the same house as his ex-girlfriend yeah you know just yeah. say that you know yeah. date number three was an unfortunate individual who has been called <laughs> the farter, the farter. <laughs> <laughs> We met a, the, if there's any non-recommendations for using the Plenty of Fish app, it is the farter. They went out on dates and he just continuously farted. She thought that maybe he was nervous, um, but uh, he or just he kept just farting. like a burrito. Yeah. He and just he never burritos. <laughs> he never mentioned it either, which is <laughs> still, <laughs> still the funniest uh, thing. Um, and he kept trying to get a... He also mentioned... Yes, that's right. He does say at one point in the date, he says... I always get to a second date, but then no one wants to meet me again after that, and I don't understand why. Yeah. Lay off the Mm. hummus for breakfast. (laughs) Try that. Hummus is bad for farting, isn't it? (laughs) Those chickpeas will do a number on you. (laughs) Chickpeas set me off. No end. Sweet Lord. Date number four was the th- was the nerd, uh, a Tinder match, who we did break down. Um, in the middle of the date, he said to Griselda, you're not feeling this, are you? And um, 
he kind of tried to keep figuring out what it was that she didn't like about him and kept really hunting for the second date and uh, just kind of an awkward ending, really, yeah. to that one. Yeah. Um, and then we did skip to, to, to the end. We did uh, we did uh, talk about a guy in Belfast who basically wanted a chauffeur. He wanted her to drive <laughs> up and down to see him. Then we also had this interesting uh, Mr. Tyrone, who was apparently working in a job that he wasn't allowed. First of all, he wasn't allowed to leave the job for, for his lunch break. Then he wasn't allowed to leave his job for 24 hours. Then he wasn't allowed to leave his job until March the 2nd. 2020 this was in october 2019 and uh, jen and i kind of concluded that he's probably in prison <laughs> yeah although i've actually formulated a new theory about oh this yes guy nice go for it based on the book that i am reading called oh, going yes. clear going clear okay by lawrence wright and it's all about scientology <laughs> and i think he could be in a scientology camp and they nice. won't let him go that's right yeah so I'm convinced everyone now, every weirdo I meet is going to be like, are you a Scientologist? If I want to see that. I'm probably in a lot of trouble because these people are fucking scary. That's true. They're they're watching us right now. I want to see that Scientology dating app if I'm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that would be interesting. So we're going to we've got uh, we've got one, two, three. Uh, yeah, three dates yeah. that we have to get through here. Uh, and then we've got some theories. We've got some comments um, about the whole online dating scene as well. Great. And uh, we shall go from there. So, Jenna, do you want to, to read date number five? Oh, yeah, I'll read date. Or okay, so chapter five, as we've been calling it. Chapter five. All right, chapter five, The Liar. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Again, we should have really gotten those sound effects. Sorry, the jingle. Um, oh, I've forgotten what it is. Plenty of fish. P-O-F. Pond of fish. fish. No, plenty of fish. Oh, plenty of fish. <laughs> As in plenty of fish from the sea. It says P-O-F here. And Jenna's like, pond of fish. Pond of fish. It's like shooting fish in a barrel for a date. <laughs> God, Grandma Jenna. Get it together. Okay, sorry. P-O-F this time. And like I said, you don't have to match someone to message them. I got a message from a guy on the app, so I went and had a look at the message and then his profile to see what his intentions were. 6-1, good job, ready to settle down, very cute photo, has two dogs, a master's degree in veterinarian studies, so is obviously well-educated and intelligent. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, Griselda. <laughs> <laughs> we know, something terrible is about to happen. Let's keep reading. Uh, we chatted via the app uh, one day, and then on day two, he gave me his number. I texted him, and we started chatting. One thing that bothered me, though, he had no profile pic on his WhatsApp. I mm. found this strange, but I guess not all people have one, so I pushed the thought away and kept chatting. The thing I liked most about this guy was that after sending me only a few texts, he actually called me up to ask me out on a date. That nice is unusual move. and was quite a nice touch, so I thought. We agreed uh, on a date for the following Monday. I had a work commitment down the country and down said the country. I down the country and said I would text him when I got back to make a plan. When I did this, he asked, Could he just come to my house and collect me for a drive? Hmm. I told him that no matter how nice he seemed, I would be pretty foolish to allow someone I'd never met to come and collect me at my house, and I would be more stupid to get into a car with a stranger. You go, so, Griselda. 
Yeah, that's right. You, it's called perimeters and you set them and that's all I have to say on that. Okay, so <laughs> on Monday, when I texted him, he said, unfortunately, he had to cancel this uh, on the night as something had come up in work, cows calving or some such thing. I'm so no he's stranger. a vet. He could be on call. Mm -hmm. Could be on call. Exactly. Uh, cows calving. Uh, wait for no man. I am no stranger to being stood up for a cow in labor. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's another story, Griselda, we'd like to get out of you. <laughs> so I just texted him and said that I hoped all went okay and that tomorrow would be a better day for him. He also said he agreed with my decision not to get into a car with a stranger. It made sense and was very responsible of me. Hmm. Well, nice. that's nice. Hey. We like that. Uh, oh, yeah, you moved the page. This is all very confusing. <laughs> okay. We agreed then to meet on the Thursday. Again, he mentioned collecting me, but I said no, I would meet him somewhere public. When it came to date time, he sent me a message canceling because a work colleague had been in an accident on a farm and he had to go out to help. My I God. Found, yeah. Ugh, yikes. Lost an arm. Up a cow. I found <laughs> this a little hard to believe. And I told him that. This doesn't prevent prevent. This doesn't present me in a very good light, does it? I promise 100% I want to meet you, was the response I got. He then called me about two hours later to apologize. So, as always, looking for the good in people, we started to arrange another day to meet. We were due to meet on Monday, which is today, actually, but he called the other day and said he didn't want to wait till Monday, and was I free on Sunday evening for an hour or so? I agreed. We had a little chat for a while about our day, how we were both looking forward to meeting up. He then said, quote, you might not like me when you meet me because I have a beard at the minute, unquote. I asked him for a photo and he sent one. The beard wasn't that bad, but the grim expression on his face and angle of the photo made it difficult to tell if this was the same guy in the photo on the app. Yeah, the beard's not the problem, buddy. Uh-uh. I texted him and asked him how long had it been since the photos on the app were taken, thinking that he could have changed a bit in five years or so, and especially with the big beard, it was hard to tell. He didn't respond. Oh. I pushed it again about three hours later, saying that it wasn't a difficult question, and this response I got was last year. He then canceled our meeting, saying that he was feeling sick. That's yeah, I'm feeling sick, too, at this I'm point, I'm feeling sick Griselda. of your bullshit, Mr. Farmer Vet. Oh, <laughs> weirdy. He called me later on the way into work for the night shift, and in fairness to him, he didn't sound well at all. After that call, I was back and forth between this photo and the photos on the app, which aren't great quality, and I sent him another message asking him to send me a photo of him smiling this time. Jesus, Griselda. <laughs> Griselda's really putting him through his paces. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> he sent me a smiling selfie, naked. No, I'm kidding. He wasn't naked. <laughs> I'm just joking. He's not the person in the photo on the app profile. I sent it to him, and he finally came clean. He said that it is his cousin in the photo on the app. Jesus. I, oh, I was not happy at all. Neither am I. No. He had three occasions where he could have and should have told me the truth. Preach, girl. The previous <laughs> night on the phone, I had told him that above all things that anyone can do, I hate people who lie to me. Even at that point, he said nothing. Sorry, can you scroll it? Oh, good. Thank you. Needless to say, we did not meet up, although he thought 
we still would. He gave me some sob story about why he had to use his cousin's photo and then had the cheek to call me shallow for not wanting to meet him anymore. Ooh. Oh, you what? I didn't meet him because he lied, not because of how he looked. The mad thing in all this is loads of profiles on these apps have fake photos or photos of other people. And once the chat starts going well, I have found that most guys will tell you that it's not them. Had he done that at the start, maybe I would have still met him. But after two weeks of lies, I never will. Wow. What, an, what a chapter. Chapter five, riveting stuff. The longest one yet. Jesus. But wow, there's a lot to unpack here, Jenna. Yeah. Um, a, I get it. People are insecure about their looks. And I imagine if you're on this kind of app, where you're really being judged by your looks. Mostly people yes. are whatever side swiping or however that works. Yep. I get you might want to up your profile by putting somebody who looks a little bit more. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. But yes. even that I find a little strange. However, not to come clean when you've really made a connection with someone, even if it is texting and phone calls, why wouldn't you just say, sorry, I need to tell you something. Yeah. I don't get yeah. it. I think there's an intro. Like, also, if you're lying about what you look like, how many other things are you lying about? That's the. Well, that's like, what, just. Yeah. When, once it's just all you're seeing is words coming up on a screen, like, that's your relationship with that individual. It's a bit. It's a bit freaky for me. But what I find interesting is Griselda seems to accept this at the end. She says that lots of people use fake apps or photos of other people. And once the start, the chat starts going well, I found that most guys will tell you that it's not them. So yeah. this seems to be an accepted culture within the dating app world. I mean, do you know about this, Stephen? You're more savvy in these areas than I I'm am. I'm not, because I, I, I'm not... Um, I. Like, no, I did not know that that was accepted. And I didn't, I suppose, like, it's quite obvious people are going to lie and, and, and put photos up because it's so easy to do. It's yeah. just something that I, honestly, this is the first time it's crossed my my mind on any level at all. And it's um, it's interesting that it seems to be somewhat accepted here because, to me, way earlier on, um, I would be going, listen, pal, go fuck yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I suppose it's one thing if you've got, like, your profile picture and, I don't know, it's a fucking butterfly or something. Yes. Obviously, you're not a butterfly. But mm -hmm. to put another human being and be like, yeah, that's a representation of who I am, I just think yes. that's a little crazy. <clears throat> it's like, like, I would think, like, if you were to do it in any other walk of life, I'm pretty sure it's illegal, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it's called impersonation. Yeah, impersonating um, somebody else's identity is pretty much illegal. So, yeah. and, and, and then also for him to, I don't know if, he, like, this guy could be a creep for all we know, but I don't know, he pushes it twice on two occasions to meet up with her physically or to come and pick her up or to come, come to the house. Yeah. Um, and if that's his way of breaking it to her that that's not how he looks and he's trying to be charming about that, uh, there's a lot to be learned here on, from men's point of view of not being creeps. <laughs> yeah. There's just... I, I find this more and more disturbing because it is about the lie. It's mm -hmm. about the misrepresentation of who he was. It's about not coming clean earlier on. Yes. And... And then it's his expectation that in spite of all of that, in spite of her saying, I won't be lied to, that he's still trying yes. to get in touch with her for the date. 
Yes. Yeah. There's a lot. I'm just like, dude, you're so far away from being honest with yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. if you don't like the way you look, I don't know, go to therapy, go to a gym, shave your fucking beard. I don't know. Yes. You got to settle down with who you are physically. You got a question. You got a question. Your. You, uh, I suppose there's a question of motivations on people's behalf here as well. Like, yeah. how many creeps are there out there? Like, or or is he genuinely thinking, "Look, I'm not happy with how I look. I'm going to use somebody else's photo. Hopefully, I can meet somebody nice, and then I'll come clean." Maybe that is genuinely a thing that's going on, and but he's just super um, insecure about it, about the way that he looks. But um, yeah. I, I do, like, or, or other than that, you're, you're just a fucking. You're bordering on psycho here. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I'm, it, you know, here's a guy who's got his uh, master's degree in vet studies. And that's no small thing. Like vet no. schools are very hard to get into. Yes. Yeah. Um, Ooh, so, you're getting, to get, this is getting good investigation. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's got drive. He's got ambition. He obviously has, you know, intelligence and savvy. Like he knows how to get where he wants to be in terms yes. of personal goals. Yes. So I'm just very confused by the route he's taking with the whole dating game. Which probably feeds into the the, the theory, that which is like the scariest theory for all of us to have to th- uh, think of. But if you all those things that you said about his character, if he was a vet and all that kind of stuff, yeah. kind of more leads uh, in, in line with the thinking that the whole thing is a lie. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a really good point. If what he's you're lying saying about there, his looks, that, who's yeah. to say he's a vet? Who's what kind of an educated exactly? What kind of an educated individual? All those things that you said, no mean feat to get into veterinary school, etc., etc., etc. Yeah. To be this, this is not a good. This is not an intelligent tactic. No. Although you know, smart people, able people do strange things all the time. Yes. I yeah, mean. Yeah. The president of the United States right now is never going mm. to be accused of being intelligent. However, <laughs> he knows how to operate. He knows That's how true. to get to where he wants to be. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. There are psychos everywhere. There are psychos everywhere. And um, it's in, like, well, we'll get into some of the things that Griselda talked about after as well. But we'll move on into the next one here because um, we've got only a couple uh, more to go here. But uh, chapter six, do you want to read this one, Jenna? It's a short one, but I love the title of the chapter. Uh, this is a very short one. Yeah. Uh, chapter six, the weird fetish guy. <laughs> this guy. Met on Tinder, seemed lovely, met a couple of times over the space of three months, but we chatted every day. Oh, so they did meet. I, I missed that on reading this one. So they met a couple of times over the space yeah. of three months. Okay. Yeah, okay. chat every day. I should have known something was off from the start when I sent him my number and he never sent his. And he mm-hmm. always contacted me via social media apps. Right. It was nice but a little bit tricky to pin down to any plans. Then one one day, he showed me all these other apps he was on. Let's just say it is better that you don't know. Away I ran, blocking him on all social media forever. My God. Like, that's the end of that chapter. Like, so the title is Weird Fetish Guy. Yeah. And 
And all we know is that he was on other apps that we don't want to know about. No. So somebody was probably doing something worse than sucking toes or whatever. Sucking toes. Yeah, there might be. Who knows? I've seen yeah. videos of people with chickens. Anyway, we have to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am. But I have to ask. Here's another old person question. Uh-huh. So she sent him her number. And he yes. only contacted her via social media apps. But don't people do that now? Like that's some people just don't call, right? Yeah, it's a, it kind of it seems like it's the last bastion of your privacy to not give someone your number, I feel. Yeah. So, for example, with with the podcast or with um, doing comedy in general, like I'm accessible to all the time so anybody can 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 message me on so on on my comedy social media things yeah but um you're very much in control of that you know Mm. i'm very much of control of who i talk to or who i even want to see their messages or not you know if i don't know them i kind of tend to right okay steer, steer away for example so you have a lot more autonomy on it but i've been in weird situations where uh, people kind of will push to want your number and it's like no you don't need my number you can email me here's my email yeah, yeah. here's the podcast email if you need um, and okay. you, you're never going to need my number <laughs> you know you know what i mean yeah so it's the last it's the last bastion of privacy but for whatever reason it is it is a weird thing on his behalf to kind of take her number but then not give his yeah there's, yeah there's, i mean there's, i guess there's motive if you're there. trading numbers you trade them yeah okay. Yeah, back in the day, yeah. Back okay. in the day, Jenna, when you swapped numbers, you just swapped a number, that was it. Just swapped a number. That I was just it. swapped I swapped numbers so they couldn't call me. I just moved numbers around. So we move on before we go to the the wrap up and uh see how things have been going with Griselda. Yes. Um after this document was written, we've got one more chapter to read because we read chapters 8 and 9 last week, but we've got chapter 7 here, yeah. which is called Gone Mid Sentence. Go for it, Jenna. Oh. I'm reading all of them. Okay. Oh, so I can read this if you want. Sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. Okay. I, I don't mind. I love the sound of my own voice. Uh, <laughs> chapter seven, gone mid-sentence. An agency date? This should work, right? After all, this is a paid service where everyone is interviewed and matched based on your interests, how you were when you met the owner of the company, and what you're looking for. He texted and asked to meet halfway. He suggested... Don't name the, the cafe. Sh- <laughs> I just oh, realized rah, rah, rah. <laughs> Okay, sorry. <laughs> I was just I just literally saw it there and was like, oh, let's not name it. Let's okay, not you name can't any name places. things. Sorry, I don't understand can say, how the podcast works. Okay. He suggested a cafe in Manuth, we'll say. He suggested a cafe in Manuth. When I got there, it was closed. Well, we're off to a great start. I went into a bar instead that was close by uh, to text him to let him know where I was sitting. He arrived, tall, well-built, friendly face. Again, well she built. got a type. Woo, she likes uh, that. <laughs> well-built. <laughs> Griselda. He offered to buy me a coffee, but it was 8 p.m., so I stuck with the drink I'd already bought while I was waiting for him to arrive. We got along well, chatted about everything from sport to travel, and before we knew it, over an hour had already passed. So we were still chatting, and he's mid-sentence when he stops and says, sure, will we head on out of here? I said, okay, and got up to put my coat on. As we were walking towards the door, I mentioned, uh, I'm just going to pop into the bathroom for a quick second before we move on. And he says, okay, and walks out the front door, never to be seen again. (laughs) What the hell is that about? What in the hell indeed? (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, okay, see ya. Uh, 
Well, there yeah. wasn't even that. So he was obviously maybe... So this is, for me, this is the one, the only one. Because plenty of all the chapters that we've gone through, of all the dates that we've gone through, every one of them, we're trying to figure out what is going on with the guy. Yeah. What it is that he's read wrong. What it is that, you know, they've gotten something wrong and they've just made it weird for poor Griselda. This yeah. is the only example that I have here that maybe Griselda was not reading the room right. or Because <laughs> <laughs> he's clearly ending the date and he's going, sure, well, we head out of here. And she was like, okay. And then uh, she was she goes on going to the bathroom and he says okay and that was <laughs> and he just he obviously went home yeah unless it was some <laughs> sort of weird preemptive move like yeah. like when she said okay i'm just gonna run to the bathroom maybe he thought oh she, i don't know she's gonna get on her phone and have one of her friends call to get her out of like the date continuing like R- okay ah that could know, so maybe very good point jenna very good point maybe he's so he like, thought that was the cue for her to get use her get out of jail card. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then good, he just good thought, theory. "Oh, she's escaping from me, so I'll just walk away." <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's too bizarre. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's, it is hard. There's loads of theories in that one. The, 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 just because that one has ended so bizarre, that's the only one that I think maybe Griselda had read something wrong. But yeah, you're right. That other one is a good theory as well. But that's so bizarre that we don't know how to how to. Close that one off, but I mean, I'm I'm hoping I don't I don't know Griselda's age actually. I don't know anything about her except I actually what, I don't think I know her age. It should probably kill me if I'll guess now. But <laughs> yeah, I, I know. know. I mean, like we're not going to talk about, but <laughs> I'm not going in there. <laughs> like if these are younger guys, and I guess I'm talking about like in in their twenties or something. Yes. I'm kind of wondering: is there just um, an ignorance about social niceties? good theory yeah yeah they just I mean, don't have th- that's, like that's that's a that's a theory that we're very nicely putting on a lot of men because men can just be stupid sometimes let's be well, honest like we were just assuming oh maybe he maybe he was 25 no he's 45 he's just in the fucking clue i know exactly <laughs> like oh shit man you're so old and why haven't you yeah. figured this out yet I my guess with with Griselle is uh, uh, mid to late 30s that's all i know but i don't know about any of the ages here Okay, yeah. I mean, it just seems like what this guy did was like he just didn't want to deal with any kind of honest chat about yes. what was going on and he just yes. said, "You know what? I'm I'm not loving this. I'm just going to walk." Which yeah. is rude. Really let's rude. Ta- let's talk about that. We touched on it a little bit this week. Um and I I learned a few things in the conversation with Griselda on the Patreon podcast. Some tips for men on the dating apps thing because there's definitely um they are struggling on on uh, evidence based by these documents uh from Griselda from these stories from Griselda and loads of messages from women during the week having had listened to the podcast that men are struggling on a few things. What can you think of a couple of things that you think that we've learned from this that guys need to work on some commonalities? Well, they need to work on themselves. I mean, <laughs> I'll tell you, but I mean, I say that, you know, yeah. what is RuPaul say always says at love. the end of drag race, you know, you can't love someone else until you love yourself or whatever right. it is, but it's true. Like you got to work on you. you gotta oh, you feel- see, oh, you put that in a really nice way. I get you. Yeah. They've got to love themselves first. Yeah. And it yeah. sounds like these guys are really, they're unhappy in their lives. 
they've they've obviously you know some of them seem to have past relationships that have tanked and they're still carrying that around with them uh-huh. they're out of work they're unhealthy it's like jesus guys go get yes. a job go to the stop gym farting. and and stop farting get your fucking <laughs> gastrointestinal upsets taken care of buy some gaviscon <laughs> and um yeah I just think they mm. need to work on themselves before they're going out there saying, hey, ladies, look what I have on offer. I can throw a- you over the bonnet of a car. What? Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, that's 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 a great overall um, way of putting because we could have picked into all the all the little things like be honest, uh, have a good picture, have a good blah, blah. But if you do work on the loving yourself side of things, yeah. then... That kind, the symptoms of that or the fruits of that are going to be that you're going to not want to lie. You're not going to even think of pretending that you're a fucking vet and using your cousin's <laughs> photo or thinking that a good chat-up line for someone you never met is that I'm going to bend you over the bonnet of a car or all these things. That if you do yeah. work on being a better individual um, and loving yourself, then you are going to... Uh, th- these things are going to be le- less less of an issue. Yeah, and I'd, I'd say too... Um you know, if Griselda is in fact in her mid late thirties, let's say she's, you know, she's obviously dated. She's, she's smart. We talked about all those things. She, I would imagine she's the kind of woman who she's not necessarily looking for, um, you know, Thor in terms of looks. Um, Uh but attractiveness is so often about confidence. Yes. I've met, guys who you know at first glance would be like not my thing because we're all shallow or i'm shallow and i look at men and i'm like would i do him you know but (laughs) (laughs) you know after you talk to someone for a bit and you get a sense of who they are and you realize god this guy's really self-assured and he's grounded and that's what's attractive yes is when someone has an opinion and they it's not that they're cocky but they respect themselves Yes. You know, and that's uh, that's an amazing thing. And that's what these guys need to be doing is they need to find out, like, what is it about you that makes you unique? And you need to embrace that. And that's what you put out into the world is that yes. confidence. Yes. Oh, I think I, I think that I think that's a. I think that's a brilliant and very well made point. And you actually hit the nail on the head because on the podcast, on the Patreon podcast with Griselda, she did say exactly that, that she's not, um, as you said, looking for Thor, but with the, with the looks department and all that kind of stuff, she said, she literally said that I'm not judging anybody like that. I'm not looking yeah. at them like that. I'm not going yeah, for yeah. that. And if only those guys realize that maybe that would, excuse, excuse me, that would help in their confidence a little yeah. bit more. So I mean, if there's any of them listening, you know, it's it that that they, these are great, great tips that just to be, um, to love yourself, and that is going to help your confidence, not to be so hard on yourself. Yeah. But then also by loving yourself, you kind of just want to be a better a, a better person for yourself and for um all the other people around you. Yeah. I did um. Uh, so so I did. I did want to say I would update people on how Griselda is uh, doing. And since that document, that document kind of ended at the uh, like December twenty nineteen. Um, so whatever eight months ago that is. Um, and and December twenty nineteen, she does actually meet a guy, which is around date number ten. And she Ooh. did say that that needed to be updated. And basically, they did start seeing each other around the Christmas period. Okay. And it was going very well for a couple of months and lockdown started and 
uh, that brought a different dynamic to it that made things a little bit more difficult because of um, the, the, for example, at one stage in Ireland, if you're listening abroad, at one stage in Ireland, in the lockdown, you, you were not allowed to leave within a one kilometre radius of your home. And then that was opened up to two kilometres yeah. and to five kilometres, etc., etc. So that meant because Griselda was actually helping out with her dad during lockdown, that they couldn't see each other, her and the guy that she was seeing. And apparently they kind of they were still talking and then when the lockdown restrictions opened up a little bit and he lives very close to her the only the only reason she was outside of the radius they actually live like literally very close around the corner from each other but when she was in her dad's then he, she was out of the radius yeah okay so she, so she stayed in her dad's didn't see him for a good chunk of lockdown gets back to hers after lockdown and he's not meeting up and uh, the the talk begins to end, and her theory is that she it was going great for a few months, but the theory is is that he met somebody else within the radius. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, it's, it's not just timing, but it's also it's, location, yeah. location, 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 and um and I had a few listeners text in that exact thing that there was a Tinder lockdown thing where um, there was these hookups that were for that period. And then <laughs> then once the radius opened out, they were like, because, you know, on, on the Tinder app, you can actually change the radius of how close you want to be um, connecting with people on the oh, app. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can that. actually use yeah you can actually use kilometers on that. So once that once that was, I wonder if Tinder actually locked that down to five k at the time. That would have been funny. <laughs> they probably did. They probably God. can, yeah. But basically, um, a, a couple of the listeners texted in to say that there was a lot of that going on on Tinder in particular. Um, that uh, there was kind of these lockdown hookups, and there was people just looking for their fix for lockdown essentially, and um. Yeah, it's a bit harsh, isn't it? But it's it's probably a reality as well of, of life. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Again, it kind of goes back to that whole thing we were talking about last week about dating and, like, I couldn't handle multiple dating partners. Yeah. I yeah. could only have one. Me too. I was too sensitive. Yeah. And I just wonder about this guy now, like really yeah he had a thing like and it wasn't just like it had happened the week before it sounds like you know they had at least a good two or three months there yeah and i actually maybe i've forgotten but i don't even know if they were sleeping together or what i don't know i can't remember right if if that was said or not Um, oh man but or maybe i just didn't ask because i thought it was inappropriate (laughs) (laughs) as if there's anything inappropriate on this show i know i know but um i can't remember but it seemed that like they they were genuinely enjoying it and the thing is, this is what actually broke my heart about it. Griselda said to me that it was the most relaxed she felt around a guy in years. Aww, God. I know. So I, I was a bit fucking, uh, fucking annoyed about that. But that brings in, for me, brings brings back to point the issues with these fucking dating apps anyway and the issues with the internet and the issues with social media anyway because... They're designed to hook you in to keep using the fucking things. Yeah. They're not designed. Uh, they're not designed to, as they should be, which is a tool where you can, if you meet somebody, get off the app. Yeah. But because yeah. it's such a negative habit, then people are still sw- sw- swiping and swiping and swiping, and you're going to be on a date with somebody knowing that they're sw- they're also texting other people. 
I know. And the, that's the thing, that, because I think these apps um, perpetuate the idea of the beginning of relationships, the anticipation yes. of relationships. You're on these apps, and we've all done this. I think women might be a little bit more guilty of it, but I'm sure men do it too. You see a face, you like it, there's maybe some texting, there, there's a bit of a spark, and then suddenly you've projected 35 years into the future and you're old and happy together. You know, yes. and you you spin it in this big I th way. I think I'm a woman then because I did that literally with every girl that I like. <laughs> I know. Well, that's that's just what we do. That's what we sensitive types do, Steve. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I just think, um, you know, the reality of relationships, and you know you're in one, is that, yeah, it's that not doesn't all, happen. It's not all rom commy. <laughs> a few years pass, and you're just like, yeah. oh my yeah. god, I just want to sleep by myself. Oh my god, I've got to get a COVID nineteen check now because of you. That's where it's at. That's the romance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't have fun and go out and get COVID nineteen because my partner's older and he'll die if he gets it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Okay, that's something else. Too far. Too far. <laughs> anyway. Um. um but so yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard being an adult and it's hard investing in a real relationship with someone and building something. Um, yes. It's meaningful. I did. I didn't. I didn't overtly say this out loud to Griselda when I talked to her on the Patreon podcast. But I did suggest. Um, I don't know how. I I, I did suggest um, kind of going off and living living life and doing things that you really uh, to explore yourself and like nearly like love yourself more and kind of because the because those apps. There's, I think there's so. I think for me the negatives outweigh the positives. Yes, of course, loads of people have met their their husbands or wives on these apps or whatever but there's so many negatives to it i think there's there's also a positive to be said in in going and and uh, for example she i know griselda is into hiking mountain biking and all that kind of stuff go join a mountain biking club yeah. you never know who you're gonna meet that's exactly it i think uh, i mean certainly there were times when i was single where i was like man i really want to meet someone yeah yeah Unfortunately, it just doesn't work like that. You kind of nope. have to forget that you want to meet someone yes. and just get on with your life. Yes. You have to do all those things. You have to take the cooking classes or sign up for a college course or just you got to yeah. take care of yourself. You got to live you got to live your life and you got to be like you said loving yourself but kind of exploring yourself even more yep. and then the things will come to you because if you're living for the wanting to meet the other person and I've been in that exact situation as well it never ends well because you're living for the relationship everything that you are your yeah. identity is put into the relationship and you're better off listening to a great podcast. Uh <laughs> <laughs> better off Signing up with Patreon. Did I say yes. that right? And Boom. throwing money <laughs> <Jenna>. <laughs> at artists who need it. What a plug. What there a plug. Amazing. But man, did we cover today? So the doctor hasn't come for the COVID test, but I'm, I'm going to have to go anyway because I know that they're coming soon. But man, we really we really got stuck into it again today. Yeah, Griselda, that was amazing. Anybody else have some date documents they want to send us or any kind of documents? I mean, Maybe getting wills, I'm getting, um, house deeds. We, 
House Deeds. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll tell people on the social media during the week, this week, what we'll be talking about next week because there's a possibility of the whole social media ideas stuff or all sorts of stuff. But Jenna okay. and I will have a meeting, a production meeting. We're going to have a production meeting. Although I am going on a little like holiday out west next week. So really? I won't be available on Monday. Just to let oh, you know. you're not available on Monday. Okay, so we got we got to pre-record this week. All right, Jenna. Jesus. Look at it's <laughs> Call been a my agent. couple months. I have to get out of this godforsaken city. I don't I don't blame you. I got to oh, do God. it as well. I got to do yeah. it as well. Listen, you are a gem. Thank you so much as always. Anything oh, you want to say Stephen. to the listeners? What? Anything you want to say to the oh, listeners? Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I can't hear you on the device. <laughs> Uh, is there anything I want to say? Uh, well, you listeners, love yourselves and just keep on keeping on. Wow. There you go. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> Take care, guys. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.